Our first guest is a nurse practitioner that specializes in aesthetics. She has become one of South Florida's top injectors with her deep knowledge and her advanced techniques. Please help me to introduce nurse practitioner, Sandra. Hey, Sandra, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. So I always like to start off by asking my guests, how have they been? How has since the pandemic? So um, I'm, I'm grateful. Uh, thank God everything has been good for me and my family. Uh, you know, even though it's been tough times for, you know, many people, um, I cannot complain. You know, I, I have a job, I'm working, I'm doing what I love. So everything is, is good. Thank God. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. That's really good because, like, the pandemic has been long. And as, as sad as it's been, a lot of people have been able to expand and grow through this and learn so much information. So I'm glad to hear you're doing well. Thank you. Amazing. Amazing. So let's start from the beginning. How did you get into the aesthetic industry? So um, I've been doing this for 10 years now, nice. over 10 years, actually. Nice. Yeah. So before that, I was an RN. I worked in a hospital. Um, however, I've always been um, very attracted to the aesthetic part of medicine. And when, you know, I've learned about it, I was like, wow, you know, that's something that I really want to do. And one of the reasons why is because I like to help people feel better about themselves. You know, there's a lot of self-esteem and, you know, um, I just want to help improve yourself, make you look good on the outside so you can feel better on the inside as well. And when you feel better, in my opinion, on the inside, you know, everything just flows and glows and, you know, you, you are the best version of yourself. Yeah. That, yeah. Wow. No, that's amazing because it really does start from the inside out. But helping people to fix maybe some some small insecurities that they have could be huge. So I totally agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's my goal. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Help you, you know, not to be too insecure about your appearance. You know, if we could fix little things here and there, you know, I'm, I'm here to help you. Yeah. That's a good question. So I would love to circle back around to that. So when you have patients that maybe come in and they want to go to the extreme, how do you let them know, hey, this is not good for you? Maybe we start small or tell us a little bit about that process. Right. So I'm all about safety first. Yeah. Right. I like to educate my patients, let them know their consequences if you want to go to this level, you know. So um, it's all about education. Um, it gets to a point where um I, I'm not. A, I'm all about looking natural. I want to yeah. improve your natural features. I don't want to change your anatomy. I don't want to make you a different person. Um, so, you know, I, I explain that to my patients. Most of them understand, you know, and I just want to, again, make you look natural. Nothing crazy or out of the ordinary. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Because there's, I mean, obviously I've, I've seen some patients that are overdone. So I guess like they're, maybe their injector is a little bit more lenient or, right. you know, so that's great that you stay within the range. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so when you talk about more so about aesthetics, let's talk about what procedures do you like the most? One of the reasons I really wanted to bring you in here is because you know a lot of advanced procedures from like liquid nose jobs to skylotherapy. Am I saying that right? <laughs> Which is cool. Tell me, tell, tell us a little bit about how the aesthetic industry has put those things in the front. Absolutely. So the aesthetic industry has grown tremendously, yeah. right? Um, back in the day, we used to focus on the lines here, the knees to labial folds. Um, now we focus mostly on lifting your face, right? So when I see a patient's face and their concern is the knees to labial folds, 
I try to explain to them that maybe adding some volume on the upper aspect of the face will help you better, lessen these lines and po possibly um, defining your jawline a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So we're focusing on, you know, um, doing cheeks, doing jawlines. Um, yeah, we, I also do that uh, liquid nose job with yeah. fillers. Yeah. Um, that's a procedure that I actually love to do. Um, many patients self, you know, they, they feel very self-conscious about their noses and they don't want to go through surgery yet. So this is a great option for them to not go to invasive, you know, before. So um, it's very quick and easy procedure. Also sclerotherapy, you, men you mentioned sclerotherapy for spider veins, ficus veins, a procedure that I also do. Um, you know, you require about three to six sessions um, once a week. And um, yeah, lips, you know, lips is one of my favorite procedures to do too. Yeah. Very popular. <laughs> Under eye filler, temples. Um, yeah, so there's many, many options we could do with your face to improve you and make you feel better and look better. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> so I talked to a lot of uh, newer injectors and some experienced injectors. And the number one thing, because I wanted to circle back around to the no, liquid nose job. Sure. The number one thing that they say is, oh, my gosh, I'm so scared. There's so many veins in there. Like, I don't know if I want to do that, even if I work at a practice. Mm -hmm. How long did it take you to become comfortable with that and really feel like you're good? Right. So number one, it's all about education, right? You have to know your anatomy of the face. The main vessels, um, you know, again, education, education, education. I always going to emphasize that. Uh, number two, you know, go to trainings, go to um, seminars, read, go online. Um, and then third is about practice. You know, the more you practice, the more pro you become, right? And the more successful um, you're going to be. Um, always um, be safety first. Again, number one, safety first, aspirate, always aspirate. Um, yeah, so there are many, you know, steps you need to follow in order to, you know, become the best that you could do. I'm not saying I'm the best, yeah. but, <laughs> but um, you know, there's always something to learn, always, and be open to uh, advices from other injectors and open to constructive criticism. You know, we all, we're not perfect. We don't know it all. We always have something to learn. You know, there's always something out there new and something to learn. Yeah. So <laughs> amazing, amazing. And I think that's a great tip of knowledge because like really learning from your peers that have done it before or accepting that you don't know it all really can make you better than you were before. And that's yeah. really the goal, right? Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, you spoke a little bit about continuous education and training, and everybody I've interviewed, everybody i talked to, is so big on it because it allows you to really give your patients the best care. Mm -hmm. Tell us some conferences or some, some things that you might go to that are really helpful for maybe new injectors or even experienced injectors. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I actually, two weeks ago, I was at a Galderma conference. Um, you know, we were learning about more about the anatomy of the face with this board and different techniques with Restylane on the cheeks, on the lips, jawline. Um, so there's always, we're lucky now, I feel. Like there's always something going on, some training. There's amazing um, injectors, doctors, nurses, PAs, Julie Horn, you know, I love her. Yes. I'm, I'm actually planning on going to one of her seminars pretty soon. Um, Dr. Zekali is another amazing plastic surgeon. Um, Dr. Suvio. I mean, there's so many, right? There's we have so many options, and you know, if you really wanna wanna learn, 
um, it's out there for you. You know, it's it's not hard to find. So you have to be on top of everything in this industry, on top of the latest techniques, latest products, um, you know, again, to provide the best for your patients. And that's my priority. It's always going to be my priority. Um, I want my patients to be happy with my work because my work reflects the, the result of the treatment ref- reflects my work. And, you know, if they're happy, I'm happy. Yes. Yeah, and, that, and that's a great point because, like, some people think, it, and this goes back to what you said about really telling the patients, you know, this is really in your range. Because if you go too far and they walk around, let's say, Miami with your work, then it's like, this is who di- this is who did me. Exactly. And now your reputation it's is on the line. Exactly. Right. So that's no a really one, good point. Right. No one wants that, obviously. So, yeah. I always strive to do what's best for my patients or my priority all the time. Yeah. That's great. That's really great. So we all started new, right? You started as a new practitioner in South Florida. Tell us, like, how did you break into the industry? Like, what was some key tips that I guess you can give to new injectors that are looking to break into the industry after school? Yeah, so um, definitely, number one, follow your dreams, right? Don't let anyone tell you that you cannot do something because you are capable of doing anything, anything and whatever you want. Um so that's number one. Number two, um, you know, education. Talk to other colleagues, nurses, PAs. Maybe they could um, get you a job in this industry. You know, there's always somebody that could help you out. Why not? Doctors, dermatologists. Um, and, you know, if this is your passion, um, you will get through it no matter what. You know, it's, you have to do it because you love it. You know, because of the money or because my friend is doing it, I'm going to copy her. <laughs> If this is your passion, you will succeed no matter what. Yeah. Follow your dreams. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. No, I totally agree. Um, that's what happened to me. Like, I really wanted to get into this industry. I love this industry. I couldn't really get a shot. So I was like, I'm going to follow my dreams. I'm going to make it happen. So I definitely agree with what are. you're saying. That yeah. Is there any podcast or anything you listen to to really kind of keep you motivated? Um, not, not podcasts. Um, I follow many, um, on Instagram, just follow many, you know, inspirational quotes and Abraham Hicks. I don't know if you've heard of Abraham Hicks. Oh, no. Yeah. So follow him. I mean, her, it's actually, yeah, I don't know. um, it's amazing. Um, you know, it's, it's always good to feel in, inspired by something and that will make you a better person. Yeah. And I always try to put myself in my patient's shoes too. You know, you don't know how they feel on the inside. You have to be a little bit sensitive to their feelings and the way how you talk to them. Um, so I always try to put myself in their shoes to understand better how they're feeling and how I could help them be better and look better so they could feel better. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Because you, you want them to reflect what you're, what you're giving. So I agree with that. Yes. Yes. I know. So you, you, you've, in your career, you've worked at a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. How do you know, especially for new people or people that are getting a job, how do you know that a practice is right or if it's wrong? Because especially in South Florida, there could be a lot of shady places, a lot of places that aren't ethical, so to speak. <laughs> how do you test that out? And what, what are some things um, that you can look out for in interviews? Um, ooh, that's a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, well, you know, a business is a business, right? At the end of the day, they're, they're looking to make money. Um, and sometimes I, I have seen where they kind of want to break the rules to make money and, you know, because owners, some of the owners are not, are not in the medical field, so they don't know what it is to have a license and we work so hard for a license, right? So we got to protect our license no matter what. Some of these 
people they're just business owners you know they don't they don't have to sacrifice hours and tears and for a license um so you know there's a point where you have to have a limit and say no it's okay to say no right you know if they want you to do certain things that doesn't um it's not ethical or it's not on your patient's best interest you know just speak up and, and say, no, I'm not going to do that. I have a license to protect and, you know, it's not going to happen. So, you know, it's your choice as an injector to make the right decision, you know. But unfortunately, yeah, there, there are cases. Like you said, in some Flo- South Florida, unfortunately, um, you see that a lot. Um, so just, you know, for the new injectors, be careful. Um, you know, speak up. Speak out your mind. You have a license to protect, and um, just do what's right and do what's best. You know. Yeah, and that's a good point because you're protecting your patient. Your patients come to you really looking for advice, really looking for your guidance. Right. And if the business owner maybe is doing something from a cash point of view, right, it can affect their whole life. Absolutely. So, you know what you're saying is exactly true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Now let's do something fun. Are you a more of a Allergan, Mers, Ooh. or Galderma? Which one are you more? Oh my god, you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna be hundred percent honest. I'm sorry, uh, all the pharmaceutical companies, but I love Galderma. Okay. I just I love Calderma. I love yeah. this board. And me personally, that's what I use. I feel like this board, for example, lasts a little bit longer and kicks in sooner. Now, I know everyone has the same experience as I do. You know, what is best for me doesn't mean it's going to be-, be best for you. But from my experience, you know, I, I like it. Same with wrestling products. Um, you know, I-, I always get a beautiful outcome with wrestling. I love radius, too. Radius for the hands, for the jawline. Voluma is, is amazing, too. Um, Velotero, so I mean, there's a little bit of something out there, right? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. and I always, I like to ask that. And you're actually the first person I access to <laughs> this interview so far, but I like to ask that question because people really do. Especially, I've talked to another provider, and I realized that you can get a rep to come and really train you mm-hmm. and kind of open up your own little pop up shop, right? Yes, yes. And I, which is very interesting because you know a lot of people you know really call me like, how do I get started? How do I get started? But if you really invest in your training, you can kind of open your own thing. Absolutely. But the question is, and the question that you just answered, I think that was important, is which one is really the best to go with and why? <laughs> why would why would you say Galdorma? As far as for the, um, the brand? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And this You're is not an ad for me. <laughs> Right. This is not an ad. <laughs> um, again, yeah. uh, Galdorma. Um, I just, like, I have only positive to say about them i have a great experience with them um but you know i I just don't want to alienate one pharmaceutical company only because again i love voluma which is allergan i mean we get beautiful results with voluma injecting it on the cheek area um and same with radius putting radius in the hands i mean it looks amazing putting radius in the jawline or someone that it's a little bit older and requires more volume i always pick radius because it's, it's a longer-lasting filler, it's calcium-based, um, and you're going to, you know, so it's, it, it all depends. It all depends. Um, so, yeah, that's my answer. Nice, <laughs> I'm not going to say nice. more. <laughs> no, I get it. I love it. I love it. That's amazing. So I know Instagram is a big thing for injectors nowadays. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about who you follow on Instagram or who helps you as far as, like, in the aesthetic community? Sure. Um, Julie Horn, again. Yes. Um, her amazing um, lip techniques. Um 
Uh, I have Vanessa Covington, Aesthetics by V. Yes, I love her. Yes. I just feel like she's very passionate and she inspires me, actually. Um, and then Dr. Subio, I feel like he's hilarious. I don't know if you, do you follow him at all? No, but I am now. No, you gotta follow him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's a plastic surgeon out of Philadelphia. Um, and what I like about him is, you know, don't take life too seriously. So he jokes around about many things and, you know, he makes funny comments and it's okay. You know, like, let's laugh a little bit. Why not? Right. And Dr. Sakali is great too with uh, gel lines and, liquid facelifts and things like that. So those are my top four. Nice, nice. Do you use social media to market yourself to really get clients or do you feel like there's another way? I actually, I do use social media to market myself a lot and um, I get good responses from it. So I'm I'm happy. Um, You know, it's it's amazing because it's free, (laughs) number one. And... um, uh, I, you know, I never knew you could uh, reach so many people, like, internationally, you know, like, it's just amazing, yeah. so I'm thankful, yeah, for Instagram. <laughs> Do people come from different overseas, or maybe? So, no, I never had overseas, but I had inquiries, yeah. you know, and um, out of town, yes, I, I had a couple patients coming out of town, and, you know, I'm, I'm very humbled about that and you know referrals referrals also say a lot you know you do I do you and then you you like the results so you recommend your friend and your friend recommend the mom the dad and the sister so I get a lot of that a lot of referrals wow yeah yes so So you could do the whole family (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) that's amazing that's amazing because I'm sure like not everybody have the same reservations in the family as the person that came, but once they get the results, once they get the experience, it's like, wow, you got to do, you got to do this, and that's just that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like referrals are the best compliment, you know, yeah. because they're they're happy with your words. They're like, oh my god, look at my lips. You should go to her. So it's, um, I yeah, that's one way. Great, great. <laughs> what celebrity do you get in your office? What do you like? Who do people come in and say, I want to look like this the most? Um. You know, I haven't gotten that lately for a long time, honestly. I think people nowadays, they want to be themselves. They don't want to look like anybody else anymore, I feel. Like, you know, just make me just make me look prettier, like, you know, a little more pouty. Um, uh, but honestly, Jonathan, I don't get, I don't get that. No. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. That's honest. good. Yeah. Maybe it's the area that you're in, though. Probably. Because every area is a little different. Miami, so. it's like more, like, yeah. I want to look like. My, I interviewed a provider last week, and she says she gets the Jenners and the Kardashians all oh, the time. Oh, really? You see, I haven't gotten that in years. Really? When Kylie Jenner was a thing, 2016, I think, yeah. like five years ago. Yes, yeah. Kylie Jenner, Kylie Jenner. But now she dissolved her lips, actually. So I I don't get that. I feel like, yeah, no. <laughs> no, I'm glad you said that. I've been seeing on Instagram a lot about dissolving lips. Like, people come, and they go to one injector, and they have these lumps in their lips and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Would you mind touching on that just a little bit? Um, about like um, lumps on the lips and kind of why it's important when p- choosing your injector, choosing right. wisely. Because uh, I see a lot of people are like, okay, I want to get more filler. And they're like, whoa, you got to get everything dissolved first mm-hmm. before you can get reapplied because yeah. this person really, I guess, didn't do a good job. Right. So definitely, as a patient, do your research. Right. Um, go to an experienced injector um, that has good reviews, good reputation. You know, look at the before and afters. Uh, you know, don't go into someone's garage. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's all about um, your experience and your knowledge and your education. You know, you have to study the, the injector and you'll have good results. 
Great, great. Mm-hmm. What, what, I guess, what key tips or what qualities are, would you say, are in a good injector? Make a good injector. Uh, number one, uh, an injector that wants to learn. Yeah. Then does it know at all? No one, none of us knows at all. So um, that's one key quality that I really, you know, find it's good to have an in, in, in injector. You have to be able to go to continue the education, enhance your education. Um, number two, um, be open to constru- constructive criticism. Number three, um, just hopefully you're doing this because you, you really like it, you love it, and, um, you know, it's your passion. So, yeah, that's two. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Sandra, it was so nice speaking to you and have you share a little bit more about your aesthetics, passion, and things of that nature. Please tell everybody where they can find you, what you have going on next, yeah, things of that nature. absolutely. Guys, please follow me on The Filler Queen. Um, I, I'm working at two locations in Boca Raton and Delray Beach, so just send me a DM, and we'll go from there. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Yes, yes. <laughs>